bad thing, actually. All right, the music has stopped, Dan. Since you can't hear the soundboard. So I said it's kind of a kind of an odd blessing in disguise, actually. So you know, yeah, Dan, for some strange reason, can't hear the music this morning. So <laughs> yeah, he Dan is can't the, hear the music hear exactly. The music. So he's the Beethoven of the podcast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. That would imply I have some sort of fucking talent. So. Uh, Maybe you could be the Helen Keller of the broadcast. That actually we could would, make awful Helen Keller jokes. That would actually be more, yeah. Could you imagine the jokes that we grew up with, like in the eighties, and how they just simply would not fly now? Oh um, no, nothing not at all. Everything is. I was just talking about that yesterday, and I don't remember. Oh, it was a T-shirt that we had uh, when I wrestled. I think it was fuck. I think we got him in seventh or eighth grade, um, but the uh, our high school um, wrestling coach got these T-shirts made that said, um, "Girls play basketball, boys play football, real men wrestle." Right? It's which is incredible cringe, just because it is. But now that shirt would trigger the fuck out of everybody. Oh right? yeah, people would be. People would be triggered everywhere. That's, a, that's definitely like a Facebook meme. Right. When you, when you add uh, anyone who's over like 40 on Facebook, that's what your feet consist of. <laughs> a screenshot of a screenshot of a screenshot of a screenshot that says shit like that. <laughs> With some, uh, what did I see yesterday? Somebody was trying to push some, some bullshit agenda. Um, and the website was like christianimperialist.com or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, of course, I had to click it because I, Adam and Doug will tell you that I, I like with Reddit, I go find the darkest, most fucked up things I can find. I'm fascinated by the human psyche and how twisted and black it can get. Um Anyway, yeah, so I click on it and dude, it was exactly what you would expect it to be. <laughs> I mean, it was just what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's always been funny as shit to me when uh, somebody posts a link and it comes from something to the effect that it should say, we're totally fucking biased.com. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we all know that, I mean, all news is. is- Bias. Anything written by a human being is fucking biased. But when you make zero attempt to even try to, you know, argue yourself, um, that's I've always called myself a devil's advocate, and it's because I'm pretty good at it. it well, I'm fucking brilliant at arguing with myself. But I, I, anything that I see or read, I like to try and think of the opposite argument, the counter argument. And I think I do a pretty good job. At least I try. Fuck. Maybe I don't do a good job. Maybe I suck as a human being, but I do try to at least see other people's um, side of things. I I don't always agree with them, but I can say, well, you know, this is probably what they were thinking. Um, Things that I, I can't understand how they were thinking and I'll do my best to segue this. Um, I'm sure with the date and everything, everybody and their brother knows that Colorado has 
experienced yet another mass shooting uh, at King Supers, which is a Kroger-owned grocery store out here. Um, some asshole went into a King Supers in Boulder uh, over there on Table Mesa and apparently opened fire with an AR again um, because they're scary and, and tactical looking. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm to the point I don't, I don't even really have anything to say about it anymore. It's just um, that hasn't been said. It's the same argument over and over. I think people know how I stand. But what it really boils down to, I think, in my opinion, uh, I, well, I don't blame him, but you had Reagan and the, um, and the Republicans rolled back um, uh, the mental health, I think it was the Mental Health Care Act. Uh, and I could be wrong about that, but Carter, you Carter, are. it's the Brady bill. No, 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 not the Brady bill. The Brady I'm, going back, I'm going back before that. Um, I think Marsha, I think Marsha was involved in that. Oh, <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, you're, you're, you're too young to be making Brady bunch references. Oh, right? sorry. There was, there was well, a see, movie. The thing is, the thing is it's a medium that, let you watch it no matter what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I did have to watch it on TV land, but TV land, right? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. It was like the mental health care act. Um, I was, I meant to look it up, but um, Carter signed it into um, in 1980, right before he was ousted. Um, and it was to dump a bunch of money on a federal level into mental health. And they worked with NIMH um, to, you know, try to understand mental health better. And Reagan came in and he and the Republicans cut that shit out. Um, I was reading and I, and I, it was a bit of a rabbit hole and I need to, I need to read it some more into it. But I guess in that time, there was this belief that psychiatry was somehow related to communism but you also have to look at the times, right? 1980. I mean, that was the Red Scare. And Don't be depressed. Just cheer the fuck up and che- grab a gun. Be, yeah, right? <laughs> Depression is communist. The communists are coming. <laughs> and that's right. I mean, that was the thing. Communists were the, the big scare. Just like now we have immigrants. You know, it just seems like uh, uh, white Americans constantly find something to be fucking petrified of. Um, but yeah, they, the, the Republicans Reagan rolled all that back and, you know, they closed down uh, mental health facilities and everything else. Um, and you got to wonder where we would be today. If 40 years later, we had been dumping some cash into um studying mental health more than we do and taking it a little more seriously. Because again, I, I always come back to that with these mass shootings or any sort of, you know, guys driving trucks through crowds and bombs and everything else. Um, the fact that this guy had a, a middle Eastern name and I, I think they identified him as a Muslim, which I, I don't know that I understand why they didn't be like, Oh, Timothy McVeigh, a white Christian guy. Um, or, or you know, Columbine guys as agnostic or atheists, whatever. Um, well, it wasn't because they were atheists; because they played a lot of Doom. 
and listen to Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that's right? what happened. Had nothing that's to do the with problem. Their home life or the fucking schizophrenia or, or anything else. And no, I guess I that's so. that's my frustration. It's just that we we don't in the United States we don't take mental health seriously, and we, um, you know, I've got my issues with it, and and whenever I talk about it. I have literally had people pull me to the side and say, Hey man, you, you, you shouldn't talk about that kind of shit, man. You shouldn't talk about your depression and your anxiety and, and, and stuff. Yeah, if you just don't talk about it, it goes away. It goes away, right? If you That's... ignore it, like any health issue, if you ignore it, it goes away. <laughs> Everybody knows that, Dan. It's all in and your head. People say, yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> and, and people, well, it freaks people out and it scares people and shit like that. And it's like, dude, I've never hurt anybody in my life and I'm never going to, um, I'm not a, a threat to myself um, or anybody else. I just, life is very, very difficult in times and it really shouldn't be. And for other more well-balanced people, they get through it just fine. And I, I fucking struggle. Um, but it, it scares people. Okay. Just stop I'm, being sad, dude. Stop, stop, stop being sad and anxious all the fucking time, Dan. Yeah. Honestly. And then you, it'll be better if you just stop. Just, just do anxious. what's acceptable as a man and drink more and be angry all the fucking time. <laughs> Beat people, get into fights, and yell at immigrants and yes, other minorities yes. and there gays. Don't forget the gays. You got to scream at them too. So, you know, it's um, – I just don't even know what to say about this shit anymore. It's I, – I, I, that I haven't said a thousand times. It's about mental health. The dude was fucking nuts and he was a hateful, horrible human being that did a terrible thing and – um. And it's not that people think that because I may or may not own firearms that that that's what it's about for me. And it's not. It's about I don't want to see us spend another 40 years, you know, from from the 80s till now. I don't want to spend another 40 years banning things and going the wrong fucking direction um, and wasting the time, money and energy to to argue a point that isn't worth arguing, I guess. I don't know. For me, the, the largest difference between now and when you go back to the eighties and whatnot. And, uh, you know, in the eighties when some weird shit happened or the nineties or on into the two thousands, uh, what you saw, a lot of is when you had somebody that had committed mass murder or they were a serial killer or what have you, they would do interviews with people that knew them. They would do interviews, people that lived near them. And, you know, what you would always really hear was, well, he seemed so normal and, uh, you know, nobody really knew anything was up. A lot of these individuals that are happening today, uh, you know, everybody, uh, you know, a lot of people that are around them are not shocked because they've seen the sort of rabbit holes that a lot of these people have gone down, a lot of the weird conspiracy theories, a lot of the strange stuff. And more than anything else, I think what we've, uh, you know, kind of lost sight of is uh, that there are some people out there who should not own guns. You know, it's like I support the Second Amendment and, you know, it's like I like guns. I own guns. Um, I don't go out and, you know, 
hurt anyone with my guns, but I realize if my guns got into the hands of someone who had an axe to grind and mental issues that, you know, they could take them out. That's why I try to be responsible with them. And as far as gun control, I support uh, some basic gun control. Um, you know, it's uh, because there it, pretty much anything that comes up gun control over the last 20 years, 40 years, 50 years, the NRA has done a decent job of knocking it down. But there's some common sense stuff that can be done. Like, hey, let's try to keep guns out of the people, uh, out of the people's hands who are on watch lists. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, no, no, it's, no, 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 that infringes on their rights. And th- that argument's been made before they've been trying to make that argument for the last 10, 12 years. Hey, let's close a couple of loopholes and let's uh, get out there and just try to make sure that we're not selling guns to people who shouldn't even be allowed to buy a fucking stick of chewing gum. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big two a supporter and and always will be. But for instance, one of the things that I've always found really odd, um, like the idea of a background check and stuff, right? I have no problems with that. I really don't. Um, but is the the one where if they do the background check and if it doesn't, um, if it's not, uh, getting no, a drink of water. Wait, just you know, whatever's good for you, buddy. Getting him a drink of water. Well, I mean, in Alabama, as far as like if you applied for a concealed carry permit. I'll do. That was the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. But but at the same time, uh, you know, it was easy to get a gun in Alabama. But part of the concealed carry permit was you had to find three people. Mm-mm, that was countywide. That was based on county. Ah. I lived in I lived in Shelby and I didn't have to do that because I was new to Alabama and I was looking for people that would that would, you know, vouch for me. And Shelby was like, nah, dog, 20 bucks. Uh, You're like, do you need my fingerprint? No, no, no. You're good. (laughs) Yeah. They took, so they do a background check. They check, make sure you're not on any federal registries. They do a, a fingerprint. Uh, They put it on record actually. And then um, it was 20 bucks, but now Jefferson County, which is probably where Doug lived. You had to do, yeah, you had to have three people that would basically vouch for you that, you know, you're not a nut. And while I get the... Well, nuts hang out together. I do. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I understand right. that, but at a very basic level, if you can't find three people... Yeah. That, regardless of circumstances, lot, yeah. if you can't find three people that say that you're responsible enough to own a fucking gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not own, but, but carry concealed, right? You could right. still buy one. You could have it, but... You know, uh, and there's a lot of back and forth on concealed carry laws, even. And and if if believe it or not, I've read some interesting articles on are they racist and classist, right? Because of the money and the you got to go through the training and that costs money, and you've got to go get the permit and that costs money. And it was an interesting take on it. I don't know if I buy it or not, but it was an interesting take. But there is a, a loophole with the federal background check, and I think it's like sixty days. Where if they don't get it back to you in 60 days, either either affirmative or denying, 
the the uh, three to five. It depends. I think it's like three to five days. If they don't, don't get back to you in three to five days, no, I think it's longer than that. I think that they're supposed. It's average is three to five days, but I think they have like and, and we can check. But I thought it was like sixty days. It's R- it's, a, it's a really long. Yeah, related to the story, the FBI had you know already had tabs on this guy. Uh, and the place that sold him the weapon, um, it went past the time period. He was able okay. to. He, he was Jeez, able to that's, buy it. that's fucking stupid. That's, the FBI is like, we got him, and then he walks into a gun store, and they're like, here you go. Yeah, I mean, see, and that's that. That's the other thing when when people want to ban this and add more laws, and the ones we have don't work, guys. And and criminals don't care about laws. That's that's the point. But you can close up some stupid. And I think that the the idea that after a certain date they go, well, sorry, we didn't get back to you in time. Here's our five day guarantee. Um, no, if it doesn't come back, you don't get the gun. Why are you in such a fucking hurry? I mean, I've bought firearms and had to do background checks, and I didn't care, you know. Or it might be, hey, we're going to the range in a few days. I hope I can go pick that up. And take it to the range. I can't. Gosh darn. Okay, well, I'll take a different one. If, if you're in that big of a fucking hurry, there's a problem, right? Well, I would be a supporter of, you know, you, you take a look at uh, traffic accidents in different parts of the world. Uh, and you take a look at, uh, now it's like when I say this, I'm not talking about gun laws. I'm talking about driving laws. Uh, if you go to get your license in England or France or Germany, it is a pretty arduous process where you have to have, you know, lots of training, lots of, uh, you know, you have to have uh, so many hours in the seat. You have to get certifications for all sorts of shit to be able to get to drive. And their insurance rates are lower. Their accidents rates are lower. Uh, you know, I would not be opposed to putting something into play, at least, you know, on a state level that if, uh, you know, you had a just like if uh, you want a motorcycle in the state of Colorado and you haven't been previously licensed as a motorcycle driver, you have to go through a motorcycle safety foundation course and, uh, or turn around and pass a similar course on site. Now, I would support something like that for gun ownership. It's like, hey, let's make sure you've got some basic competency along with background checks and the whole nine yards. And then when you've got your golden, if you've got your golden ticket that says, hey, I'm not a nut job. I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to shoot my own foot off, you know, I would support selling that person a gun right over the counter. Well, and I think that the, you know, the, the point there is, is that again, the second amendment is a, it's gun ownership is a right. Okay. And I get that and I get where that comes from. And I want to maintain that as much as possible um, for reasons, but there is something to be said about that, right? You were talking about, this right was established for good reason, but it was also established in a time when gun ownership was a little more common. 
And what I mean by that is I know there's more guns now and all that. My, my point being is that commonplace maybe is the word I should use in that everyone had a rifle, right? Because you hunted. That's how you fed yourself. Um, and I don't, I don't want to blame, you know, movies and video games for gun violence because I, there's been many studies that there's no correlation. And I don't think that people play a violent video game and then suddenly decide they're going to go shoot something up. That's not what I think. But what I do think is that, um, if your only exposure to firearms has been movies and video games and media, you don't. I don't think you truly understand what's coming out of the other end of that fucking barrel, right? I don't think you understand the permanence. I don't think you understand the devastation. And I don't think you understand the consequences of what's coming out of the under, other end of that barrel. Growing up in the middle of farm country, hunting country, you know, watching, again, I've said this before a thousand times, watching a fucking 250-pound deer drop to the ground and, and, and struggle to breathe because it wasn't a clean shot will will leave a lasting impression on a seven-year-old. <laughs> so um, ask me how I know. Uh, it's why I don't hunt. I don't like to hunt because um, I don't like killing animals. Maybe you like fucking eating or whatever. I never, didn't say anyone can't hunt. I didn't say it's not a, a necessary thing that we have to do. I just don't like doing it. And that's, I, that's why I don't like doing it. I don't like to make anything feel pain. Um, but see, that's why I would never shoot up a fucking place is because I don't like to make other living creatures feel pain. <laughs> like I don't like that. I've wanted to beat some motherfuckers with a lead pipe from time to time. I didn't do it, but I sure thought about it, but I've never once thought about, I'm going to go grab a gun and shoot that motherfucker. I uh, not, 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 you know, my, my first ex-wife's boyfriend, I wanted to get a hold of him in a fucking dark alley. You better believe it. Right. Um, but well, and I should explain that she was, he was her boyfriend while we were still married. So just people understand that I'm not just going after my ex's fucking lovers or whatever. Just, but when they're fucking at the same time that I'm fucking her, that, that freaks me out a little bit. And you didn't notice? Um, I, you know, he was quiet. He was quick. He was easy. I didn't, you know. He's standing it, right there. Yeah, it wasn't exactly at the same time, Adam. I'm, yeah, oh. yeah, I, I misspoke. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. there was some say, confusion there. So I would, I would like to think you would see. It. <laughs> he was a big dude. Yeah, I probably would have. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll change your perception of things. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. That there, I know some people that own guns. Let's go shooting, Dan. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near you and a firearm. I fucking refuse. You know, I'm a little bit militant when I go shooting and when I'm around a firearm and I've actually, uh, you know, irritated some people because I've been like, hey, man, you know, straighten the fuck up. But that's just how I am with them because there's, there's a, again, there's a lot of permanence on the end of that fucking barrel, man. Um, you and, always have that one guy that's like, let's go to the range. And you know, at some point he's going to turn to you with his gun and be like, give me one good fucking reason I shouldn't drop you right here. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, right. A moment of silence. And then <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I've known that guy. Exactly. You know, or the dude who starts trying to Wild West shoot. And um, I was uh, there in Helena, Doug. There was uh, an old rock quarry that they had turned into a a shooting range. It was a great little range, but the problem was, is it was, uh, it was in the middle of nowhere. So you never had any, uh, nobody ever came to, uh, check on it or whatever. 
and you'd get these assholes out there with fully all, you know, full auto and stuff like that. And they would just be out there Ramboing it up. And I'm like, nah, fuck this. I'm out. So I've shot full auto two times and both times we're at a range and I paid money to do it. And it's a fucking blast. You know, people say, what do you need full auto for? What do you need a fucking 454 big block for? It's a fucking thrill. It's exhilarating to try to fight that fucking thing, you know, and actually keep it on target. That's the funny <laughs> thing about fully automatic is that it's just a spray. Um, but it's fun, and that's what I enjoy about shooting. It's kind of neat to to put a pound of pressure on a on a bang switch and touch something a couple hundred yards out and do it with accuracy. And when you watch these guys that do like three gun, uh, Keanu Reeves uh, has done a ton of three gun um, for his, for the John Wick movies. Uh, and it's uh, pistol shotgun rifle, like AR type rifle. And it's, it's fucking incredible to watch these guys. There's a woman and I can't remember her name and she is just a badass, fast and fucking accurate. And there's, um, I think there is some, some skill and sport to it, you know? Um, yeah. If you don't think so, uh, try out something I particularly enjoy. Um, go out to a place that has either trap, uh, skeet or sporting clays, which all which all three of them are, are, are shooting, uh, you know, basically glorified clay frisbees, uh, thrown in various orientations. I highly recommend sporting clays, that shit is much harder than you think. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but, but I particularly enjoy it because I get to go out. I get to shoot my gun at a live target. I get to s- instantly see the results of me hitting it when that thing live. breaks my heart. <laughs> well, well, a moving that, target. Yeah, but the, see, that's the A point. moving target I, that doesn't feel pain. I, I get to go out, I get to shoot something, I get to see it break apart and nothing has to die for it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And there is something visual about like, you know, we used to shoot at watermelons. Watermelons are great to take out with a oh, 44 because yeah. they just, they just, boom, and that's <laughs> it. And it is a lot more fun than a piece of paper, you know, but like, Doug you ever said, hit one with a shotgun slug? Yes. <laughs> I've, I've shot just about anything you could imagine into fucking watermelons. We've spent a lot of money. Well, not always because, again, you're in farm country and somebody's got fucking uh, watermelons uh, growing, <laughs> you know, like you had the, the milk carton with the seed in it. Every kid's done that. And pumpkins. Oh, my God, the pumpkins that I've shot. Oh, um, dude. We pumpkins used to, fear me. <laughs> we used to go get... Um, because you know reactive targets are all were always the most fun things to shoot. Oh yeah. And you could go down to the Wind Dixie and go by because there was a uh, you know more or less everywhere had an off-brand cola company way back in the day. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the local one around Alabama at the time was Shasta. You know, it may cost you 4 or 5 bucks for a 12 pack of Mountain Dew or Pepsi or Coke, <laughs> but like, Sh- but Shasta was like two bucks, a dollar ninety nine. So you would go buy a shitload of those and take out your rifle, take out your pistol. Yep, you know, if up. if you can hit a you know a, a soda can with a pistol, and you're saying. I support your right to own a gun. That's no all shit. I'm saying. Yeah, you're it's, not. You're probably not, not a danger easy. to me. <laughs> you know, that's the funny thing too is if you look at the fucking assholes that that go out and do this, they are not indicative of of 
gun owners of of the of normal gun owners because of what you just said, right? They go out, they've never owned a gun before. Most of these fucking assholes went and got the guns right before they committed the atrocity and um, were j- just out there s- just spraying fucking bullets everywhere, right? I mean, uh, the, the closest, the, the, the only one I think of that, that might uh, break that trend would be the, the dickhead in uh, Las Vegas. He was uh, uh, a gun enthusiast, I think, right? Um, but beyond that, the majority of them are just fucking assholes, because you're right. If I, most of the people I know that are true gun owners, aficionados, or or lovers, whatever you want to call them, uh, I I don't find them to be dangerous. They say some dumb shit once in a while, but I don't think that they're dangerous in the fact that they're going to go out and cause some sort of mass, you know, mass harm. Um, I'm more I'm more fucking worried about the what was the cocksucker up there in uh, Kenosha. Uh, the oh, Kyle Rittenhouse? Yeah, that fuck yeah. stain. Um, because that, mm, that, again, it's it's it was very deliberate. He had been thinking about doing that for a long time. And again, the cocksuckers that do these mass shootings, it seems like it tends to be a relatively uh, short span of of thinking of doing it and doing it, even, even clay bold and, and the other cocksucker from Columbine, they had talked about it for a little while and then went and did it. But Rittenhouse got a little fucking chubby every time he thought about playing fucking call of duty in real life and, and shooting a fucking minority. That was, you know, he was just dying to fucking do that. What's going on? Oh, there it is. It's like I, he just waits. It's like he waits until uh, until I'm on the fucking podcast. He's like, yeah, time to go drink water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is water drinking time. I like the I like the way you stopped to emphasize it though. You stopped. You did the little listening ears. There no, was I was like looking dead at him. Silence. <laughs> yeah, I was looking and at him. And then I had it muted, but you guys were like, "What's going on?" I'm like. Ah. <laughs> Dickhead McGillicuddy over here, so he's thirsty. <clears throat> so, in other news, and uh, I, I feel like I need to update because I actually had a couple of people hit me up, uh, which is kind of neat because now I know that some people do actually listen to this podcast. Um, a couple people hit me up uh, regarding my vasectomy last month, um, so I figured I'd update everybody. Um, this has been bullshit. Uh, things have no, not bull, gone well. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Sorry, this has been bullshit. Um, it's been a month. Uh, I'm in still a, a, a good bit of pain on my right side. Um, a lot of swelling, a lot of ouch, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of nights laying in bed with a, a tear in my eye thinking, yep, I have fucked up now. Now I have fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. up. Now you fucked up. Don't break my butt. You have fucked up now. (laughs) You have fucked up now. Listen to the lady, John. Um, so, you know, I've done a lot of research. I did go back to the doctor. They, um, they're like, nah, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. You know? Um, but then you got to think about it, right? What, what impetus, what, 
how would it behoove a doctor that does any kind of procedure or surgery on you to say, hmm, there may have been a complication. This didn't go as well as we wanted it to. Let's dig into that. We like to think that they would do that. But what impetus is there? None. Zero. As a matter of fact, that it, it makes more sense for them to deny it because like for a urologist, doing a vasectomy should be, you know, like a dentist doing a filling. It should be quick and easy. They don't, uh, they just do it. And then it goes on their resume. I've done 5,000 fucking vasectomies, never had a problem. You know, they don't want to say I've done 5,000 vasectomies and about 10% of those were complete clusterfucks. Um, it just doesn't behoove them to do that, you know, and it's, it's really kind of, uh, I've never had a real great opinion of medical professionals, but, um, this just lessens it, I think actually. So we'll see, we'll see where I'm at in another month. So if, if I, if I'm experiencing what they say I am, which is a, uh, what they call a scrotal hematoma, uh, it should, it should clear up here in another couple of weeks. And I'm not trying to de- anybody from getting a vasectomy but just remember it is a it is a fucking surgical procedure and and you know read up know what you're fucking doing before you do it because i our joke is uh you know they're like three days and you'll be doing parkour even if you couldn't do parkour before you can after <laughs> vasectomy um and it's it's not like that but most of the guys i talk to is yeah after three or four days i'm pretty good and i and i do think that that's the the norm honestly but um there can be complications, kids, but kids are not one of the complications. So, well, just, <laughs> sometimes, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got, we've got a buddy that didn't wait long enough, didn't get, didn't get checked, and afterwards, and now he has four kids. <laughs> yeah. So, and he was that was his thing. He's like, all I can tell you is, make sure you do that sperm count test a couple months out, like you're supposed to. Just, just. Just be patient. And I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not out there really even dating right now. So, uh, you know. Well, I think there's a different expectation. Uh, you know, and I could be wrong about this because, you know, obviously I'm not a millennial. I'm not a Generation Z person. But with us growing up, there were always a lot of uh, medical shows on TV where you had this brilliant doctor. Didn't you know? It didn't matter if it was a man or a woman. They were always this brilliant doctor. I mean, there was some, ER, there was some bullshit going on. And house uh, is my favorite. Yeah, and it's like you, you know, uh, especially when you go to the doctor as an adult, because I'm a big believer. Uh, is you know, once you pass thirty, especially forty, <laughs> you're, you're you're going to wind up with your odd medical problem. Whatever, whatever it is that you've got to deal with for the rest of your life. And then you walk in and uh, there's often some difficulty in finding this medical problem. And you've been growing up watching all these doctors solve (laughs) problems in 30 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. And now you go to the doctor as an adult and they have to run tests. And the, you know, and for a decent period of time, what's going to happen is they're going to throw darts at the diagnosis (laughs) uh, board based on the symptoms that you have, you know, and uh, you're going to hear a lot of wrong stuff before you find out something right. And sometimes they just don't fucking know. 
Well, that's if you can find a doctor that'll even do that. I mean, average doctor visits, what, about eight minutes? I mean, you go in and they- They give you antibiotics and then you leave. Yeah, antibiotics and steroids. I had a doctor that, I swear to God, every time I went to him, he'd say, so you're you're still smoking? Doc, I've never smoked in my life. Oh, 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 so okay. um, So here's some uh, steroids and antibiotics. Um, I'm here for a physical dude. Yeah, okay. All right, Um, over. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right i've had doctors that fought me on uh i had an, uh, an allergist that fought me he was just dead set that i needed allergy shots and i'm like that's neat because you haven't done a single fucking test you haven't done any diagnostics whatsoever you just you're just jumping into allergy allergy shots in my opinion are a fucking they're it's it's like manufacturing they they're manufacturing patients uh, for that not that some people don't need them but they dole these fucking things out like fucking crazy. Um, they, he was trying to get me to allergy shots and we fought about doing, uh, we fought about doing tests and, uh, he's like, well, your insurance and all that. And I said, well, would you just fucking run it? And I say, I got a credit card. I, I need to know what the fuck's going on here. Comes back and he's like, Hey, you got good insurance. It's, it's going to totally pay for all these fucking, uh, these fucking tests, man. Um, <laughs> and he came back and showed me that I was allergic to a couple of, of things. Right. But that's the that's how I see doctors now. It's just money. It's just generating money. Um, that's really all they give a fuck about. If I'm sick, I try to figure out myself. A lot of um, a lot of uh, things for me boiled down to just diet and exercise. Yeah, it doesn't control everything, but it's controlled a lot of the issues. Um, Doug very lovingly calls one of my. Um, uh, issues, uh, pineapple face, um, because it looks like I got beat in the face with a pineapple, uh, whenever I eat too much processed sugar, sugar or carbs, actually. Uh, this started in, uh, about 2013. Actually, as a matter of fact, I was seeing on, on, uh, Facebook memories, which is the only reason I'm even still on Facebook really, uh, is, um, uh, I, I'm starting to complain about the the problem in 2013, deathly ill, 104.4 degree fever, uh, was 10, 12 days. I was down, couldn't breathe. My lungs felt like I had a, an elephant standing on them. And again, antibiotics and, and steroids and codeine cough syrup from like three different doctors over this 12, 15 day period, not a single fucking one even swabbed me, man. They didn't even swab me to see if there was a, a buildup of bacteria. But you were getting turned though. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, worth it. Yes, I was. I had that scissor and was right. uh, fucking good to go. He stacked up like four styrofoam cups. Make sure it was well <laughs> At least four. You're like, I'm pimping, pimping, pimping. Got sick as a dog. Um, nobody figured out. And then afterwards, when I got better, quotes, I developed two things. Asthma, which I never had before in my life, um, and eczema and um, on my face and head. And nobody could figure out either one of them, right? Which is one of the reasons I take COVID seriously that, you know, when people are like, oh, it's dumb. It doesn't cause all this shit. Dude, I got what seemed like the flu and my lungs and skin have never been the fucking same after for it's been 10 years almost. <laughs> and and I'm still battling with it. So, yeah, my my opinion of, of doctors is not, not real high. But, uh, yeah, sugar and carbs causes pineapple face. And they always know. 
I'll walk into work and Doug will be like, yeah, you've been hitting the sugar, haven't you? I'm like, fuck <laughs> off, Doug. Because it looks like somebody beat me in the face with a pineapple and it be hurts. Like, and- what? Did you get into a bag of Tootsie Rolls or some <laughs> shit? God damn it. Him and those goddamn Tootsie Rolls. I'm fucking, I got a coworker that keeps Tootsie Rolls. And Tootsie Rolls are a weakness for me, man. It's fucking weird to watch my, like, like I'm watching myself, you know, third person going, no, no, Dan, get your hand out of that bag. Dan, don't, don't unwrap that. Dan, why are you putting that in your mouth? Would you? God damn it! <laughs> Sugar is is highly addictive. Um, I don't care what anybody says. It's it's the one thing. Well, caffeine. Uh, I'm having a hard time with caffeine again. I was telling the guys I was trying to wean off of it, and then yesterday I hit Adam up. I'm like, hey, going to Sam's Club, pick up a couple cases of fucking uh, Red Bull. <laughs> Need anything? It's like, no, you're not addicted, dude. No, no, I can stop whenever I want. Yeah, just, I'm just not gonna. I just don't wanna. Yeah, I didn't go to I didn't go to Sam's either. I I drove over, and I got in the parking lot, and just between my fucking crotch hurting and just people, I just sat so there for were, a minute. I was like, you no, were feeling a little testy when you got there. So what you ah. <laughs> that's right that was funny actually i just gotten done at the orthodontist i'm getting uh i'm getting invisalign and uh she says uh, she goes you uh you have a very complicated mouth mr adams <laughs> i felt like saying wow you sound like my boss um <laughs> so yeah my, my teeth are all fucked up they're they're healthy and clean but they're they're a bit twisted but chick seems pretty good that was cool and i sent you guys the picture she's a Dr. Seuss fan, man. And the whole fucking place is just full of Dr. Seuss posters. But the best fucking part were the, the uh, mounted heads of all the different Dr. Seuss characters. Dr. Like all Seuss different- never needs to be 3D. That's it was all I'm fucking saying. great, dude. It's these, like you'd mount a deer head, but it was the different uh, um, creatures from the, uh, the Dr. Seuss books. And I walked in, and I remember I was a little uncomfortable at first, not not because there were mounted fictional characters on the wall, but I was just like, I am not the normal demographic for this office. You know, Nickelodeon playing on the fucking SpongeBob on the TV <laughs> and shit like that. I was like, I feel strange. And the woman's like, Nah. She's like, We got to we get a bunch of adults in here. She said, But uh, yeah, I mean, kids are at an orthodontist. And my you know my advice, if you got kids. Um, Take them to an orthodontist, whether you think they need it or not. You know, let them let them get in there and, and look. Um, I've had shitty dental care, like everything else. Um, Adam and I got to experience the same dentist here in Colorado, and she was fucking awful. I've, she was trash. I've still got like spackle on on teeth that I didn't even get filling. <laughs> I went to this new dentist, and she was talking to her uh, tech, and she's like, "Yeah, and you see this right here? This is a." Uh, this is where they've uh, splattered some of the filler <laughs> on over here. And, and you can see there's no work done on this teeth and there's absolutely no reason for this to be here. And as you scrape it away, found a hole that they covered up. Like there was still a hole under the filling and shit like that. And it was great. Cause you know, doctors and dentists won't, they won't bad mouth each other. Right. There's a little click there, but she made it r- real fucking clear. <laughs> that that other dentist was trash. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's bad when you open your mouth and your dentist goes, "So, who were you going to?" And then, <laughs> then they make a funny face, like, "Ooh." Was that a was that a uh, Mopar shop or a Ford shop? Did they use a wrench on this? Yeah, exactly. Um, fucking a. It's it's been a weird couple of weeks for 
for me, I guess, but it, that's no, uh, that's no different than any other day or week. So, so if every week is weird, then are they really weird? Or right. It creates just, a baseline, doesn't it? Yes. Your new baseline is now normal. <laughs> weird is the new normal. Karen's are the new black. Oh, did you see uh, media has picked it up? I saw it on Reddit. Yeah. Um, the, the, the blonde chick in the, she's in a bakery. I don't know if it's like a, a Panera or whatever, but she's just, she doesn't want to wear a mask. Right. Of course. And she's got a couple of kids with her that look like they are of mixed ethnicity. And, but she's as white as fucking mayonnaise and blonde. And she's dropping in bombs on this dude behind the counter. Um, just talking about how, she's not going to wear a mask and she calls him a bitch ass, you know, in bomb. And, um, it was, uh, it was incredibly fucking cringy, but then they find other videos of her walking around with MAGA hats on shocker and, (laughs) you know, just going on and on and on. And, uh, on Reddit, people were like, yeah, apology video incoming, you know? Um, one, I don't know why people act like that. Two, it's like that and the and the guys who try to fake getting hit by a car to get insurance. Like, there's video everywhere nowadays, guys. You know, and, and part of me, it's, it, yeah, I get it. It's a little Orwellian, a little 1984. But at the same time, it's kind of nice to see these fucktards get called out as fucktards yeah. on video. It really is. <laughs> I mean, it's like anything else. Video and the internet is neither good nor evil. It's all in how it's used. And personally, I think it's good when a fucktard gets called out. I really do. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll send you guys that video. It's 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 painful to watch. It's like, oh God, please stop talking. <laughs> um, you know, and you procreated, and it, and it appears that you procreated with somebody of of a different ethnicity stupid people tend to fuck more and they don't use birth control so well that is a that is true that is true i'm i i spend a lot of money and pain to try and not be one of those stupid people i still want to fuck but i don't want to procreate (laughs) unfortunately stupid knows no demographic (laughs) and it's like more than anything uh, I feel sorry for that lady's fucking kids. Are you shitting oh, me? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, to hear your mom say that when, and I don't know, they could have been Indian, Hispanic. I don't know. They were just, uh, maybe it was just a really dark white guy. I don't know. But between the hair and the skin color, um, they definitely look to be of some other ethnicity beyond, you know, pale white. Yeah. Um, your standard Anglo-American. Anglo, yeah. Anglo-mutt. Um, beautiful children, you know, but yeah, you got to wonder if, if there is some ethnicity there, black or Hispanic and you, and you've got a mom that's dropping that kind of bullshit. Uh, maybe right now they don't understand it, but as they get older and, and ethnicity and race and heritage and things like that start to boil up in their minds, that's going to be tough on them, right? My mom is a fucking racist, but I'm black or half black. So, or my dad's black or whatever, then how the fuck does that compute? <laughs> you know? Don't know, but that teenage rebellion phase is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, yeah, the, the world, 
the world's always been an angry, hateful place. But again, I think media has um, made people realize. I, I, I'll be honest, and this is not something that I ever thought I'd hear myself say, but I don't think that I truly had a handle on how much fucking racism still exists nowadays. You know, I mean, I knew it existed. I'm not stupid. And I grew up in Northeast Ohio by West Virginia and fucking farm country. And I heard the N word used and Pollock jokes and, you know, the whole, the whole fucking gambit. Um, so I knew it existed, but there's a lot of underground, if you will, or, or there's a lot of low key fucking racism out there. And I think we saw it. I mean, even with like the boiling up into the Capitol riots and, you see these people do shit and the cops don't do anything about it um, because the, the person that was you know offended or whatever was a minority, was of ethnic, some other ethnic group. Um, there is a fuck ton of racism out there. And I don't think that I realized how much there is. And I, and I know there's going to be people out there. I know people, goddamn racism, ain't, there, ain't no goddamn racism out there. Um, well, the social media rabbit hole does not help with that any. Uh, and depending upon where you're at, um, you know, I think a lot of uh, a lot of it is race plays a factor, uh, plays a very large factor. But I think even more than that, politics as associated with race mm-hmm. is even more of a factor, um, you know, because, uh, you know, obviously there are some things going on with uh you know, things that have been in the news forever, police, uh, and as it relates to black people in the whole nine yards, but uh, especially in the South, there's nothing quite as demonized as a black Democrat <laughs> with an active political opinion. Mm-hmm. They're all, they're all communists and they all want to change everything. Well, they do kind of want to change everything there, Sparky. Um, Everything's fine. And and let me go ahead and say this, and that's not to say that every black Democrat has the purest of intentions. Oh, God, no. No. Just like every white white Republican or black Democrat, or excuse me, black Republican or, you know. White Democrat. White Democrat. you You know, it's. Uh, there's lots of shitty people out there and occasionally some of those that seek power are shitty people. Yeah. Most of them are honestly. I think when you start seeking power, that makes you a shitty person, right? There's a difference between wanting to help and wanting power. And the thing is, is I don't, I think politics are, has hit a point where the majority are not out there to help anymore. The majority want influence, money, power, um, you know, all of the, the the dark side of the force fucking you know traits um and that's why i i i am baffled by people that just swing on the dicks of conservative liberal republican democrat you know wow really how about you just judge the person by their actions and by their words and by what they do um thinking for yourself a novel idea Don't say that too loud. We'll have the goddamn Gestapo, you know, on top of us, or we'll get cancel cultured. Um, fucking cancel culture. If a bunch of people I don't give a fuck about decide that they don't give a fuck about me, I'm cool with that. Right. <laughs> it's funny how that works. I think that's like 
the, the Pythagorean theorem or something. You're like canceled that, yeah. from what? <laughs> yeah, it's you know, and and like I said, it goes both ways. I get very irritated at the the far right wing conservatives, and I get equally fucking annoyed at the far left wing um, liberals. It's well, just, it's 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 another side of the same coin. It is because you know the the right complains about cancel culture and cancel culture complains about the right and they go after you know and it's not everything on the right it's both of this i'm talking about the far ends of the spectrum yeah and you can be a liberal and, or a conservative and not be right. in that job and, and, and they both break down to exactly you know, it's like there's lots of conservatives out there who aren't Dutch jobs, you know, and that's what drove me nuts about, you know, uh, when QAnon and conspiracy theory like uh, disinformation came out there. And when somebody tried to put a lid on what was obvious bullshit, they were claiming they were trying to silence conservative voices. <laughs> I'm about I, I'm like. No, you're 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 not conservative at no, all. You're, you're not a conservative voice. I was about to say you're you know about as conservative as Heinrich Himmler. You shitting me with this? <laughs> but uh, you know it's 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 just absolutely crazy. But um, you know it's two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. They're going after somebody else that does not agree with them. You do not agree with me. Therefore you're wrong. Therefore you must be removed from the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of the goal of the far right conspiracy crap and the, the, the goal of cancel culture. You do not agree with me. Therefore you are no longer valid. And it, I kind of, I'm reminded of when growing up there, Marvel used to have these, what if comic books, right? And in my head, I wonder sometimes what would happen if you just gave the conservatives everything they wanted, like if you just woke up one day and the world just flashed over to all of their beliefs, like they'd just be standing there going, you know, the, the John Travolta meme looking back and forth. Cause now what the fuck are you going to do? And honestly, liberals are this, like I say conservatives, but either or either of the far. They would want sides. more. They would change what they want. Right. Exactly. They would change what they want because it's all about being right. It's about winning and being right. And you're wrong. I'm right. Uh, there was a, a concept back in the seventies, I think called transactional analysis and the name of the book. And it gets shit on all the time is I'm okay. You're okay. And in, in that these people, the way they are, it's I'm okay. You're not okay. And it's always going to be that way. No matter what they're doing, they love a fight. They love to be proven right and stick their chest out like a proud dog that just brought you a rabbit. Uh, that's what they care about. It's not about the thing or the actual, um, uh, you know, point or, or, or topic. It's about winning and being right. And I know so many fucking people like that. And everybody likes being right. But when I'm right, I don't rub it in your fucking face. Now, let me prep. Yes, sometimes when we're fucking off. I'm like, yeah, yeah, look at that, Doug. Yeah, hey, look, oh, hey, look, Adam, I was right. You know, right I that's was. called being a shit for amusement. <laughs> hey, Dan loves to do that. Yes, it's I like do. If he can possibly, 
be a shit towards another human being and draw amusement from that. Let's he's he's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no two ways about that. I like getting up under people's skin because I think it's a form of almost control. Because, like Adam said, you know, he pointed out, and and millennials are really well more equipped to to deal with this. Um, why the fuck do I care, right? And if somebody's coming after me and they're just a piece of shit and I don't fucking care, I don't fucking care. Or whatever, you know, I've, I've been called names and and fucked with and uh, you know everything else. But I look at the I look at the source, you know. I mean, if it's one of my friends or something, then then it's really about. Well, wait a minute, man. I respect you and I care about you. And I'm curious why you think this of me. Why, why, why you have that opinion of me. But at the end of the day, you know, if Doug just decided he fucking hated me, sure, I'd be bummed out about that. But I'd move on with my fucking life because I can't control what other people think about me all the time. And I do, I find millennials are way more, um, it's almost an apathy where, um, if there's a group that doesn't like them or a person that doesn't like them and they don't value that group, they go, meh, you know, but then you got a lot of people out there that just have to be right all the time. They have to have everybody agree with them. Um, Millennials grew up on the internet. So there's always somebody that's going to disagree with. Touche. Uh, there's always, you uh, have to say when you've been trolled since the time that you were <laughs> in your fucking spideroos, underoos. <laughs> Spider-Man underoos. There we go. Spideroos. Spideroos. It's a new thing. It's the off brand. It's the obvious plant brand. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's uh, there's something to be said there, you know, about trying to to, to please everybody, and um, you you're never going to do it. But yeah, I like getting up under people's skin a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be a shithead like that. But if we're actually discussing something and I'm wrong or I'm right, if I'm right, I go, okay, yeah, see, I thought that was what I had read, you know, and I'll I'll throw an article at somebody or whatever. And if I'm wrong, I'll say, oh, shit, huh, I don't know what it was that made me think that or, you know, whatever. I've argued. Doug and I have argued about dumb shit and gone back and fucking forth until one of us finally, you know, proves that the other one's wrong, right, whatever. And we've all done it, man. I fought with Doug and then we're like, oh, Oh fuck! You know what? <laughs> <laughs> shit! You know what? You're right. And Doug says, just kidding, "Yeah." Just and kidding. then we just and then that's it. We don't sit and rub that shit in each other's faces, you know, now, because we're, you know, effectively as opposed to having an argument. Basically, we're having a debate. Well, yeah, right. And I'm sorry, I said argument, but you're right. It is a no, no, Doug. We argue. We argue. We don't debate that. <laughs> no, we argue. Debate this, Dan. Debate that. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. But, uh, you know, the, the thing is, if you have a, a person, well, a lot of people out there considered them, consider themselves informed and intelligent, but, you know, I, I think... The Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, I, I think the, uh, the true test of intelligence is not clinging to shit uh, based on uh, merely some sort of fucked up belief system that you've developed over something. Uh, it's like, that's one reason why I've always been into and loved science. Uh, it's because science proves itself wrong constantly. Okay. We came up with a theory that explains this, and then they're presented with another circumstance that that theory doesn't explain. Okay. Fuck it. Let's go back to the drawing board. So that's, that's one thing that's always, infuriated me 
regardless of who it is, but you know, for since the uh, tobacco uh, era, uh, when you got into the eighties where there was this big thing that tobacco is bad and uh, cigarette companies are still trying to deny it. It seems like the party that they like to go to if they want to sell bullshit is the Republican party. Okay. This, you know, I know science says this is uh, happening, but uh, we don't because we found these three people in the backwater of God knows where <laughs> that say it's false. So therefore, well, both them. sides are equal and it's just based on your opinion. And they <laughs> love to do that as far as they'll put two people side by side next to each other in a frame arguing two different sides of an issue. And 98% of the facts will be with one person, but they... That 2% person is sitting right there next to them like they're fucking equal. Science does not give a fuck about your feelings. No, it does not. Well, and it's, um, you know, and again, and I'm going to piss a lot of people off with this, but I don't care. Um, you're, what, what A term that you hear all the time is conservative Christian, right? Conservative Christian, right? So Christianity, the entire concept of God kind of goes against science and science kind of goes against God. So I could see where they would be a little more apt to argue um, science as being, you know, false or, you know, whatever, when it goes kind of against everything they were raised to believe. Yeah. But at the same time, when a lot of those people turn around and go to the hospital and the doctor says, we're going to need this, <laughs> need to give you this to live. Uh, yeah, they're all about that shit. They're the same ones that say, thank God for giving the doctor the insight and intelligence to know that I had a cucumber stuck up my butt. Now they need to be thanking the University of Columbia <laughs> or wherever the fuck they went. <laughs> Exactly, because because no, God right. didn't come down and touch that person's head. Oh, they went did. to fucking school yeah. to Doug, learn. Doug, Doug, yeah, totally did. God works in mysterious ways, right? <laughs> exactly. That's that's where that's where it always kind of leads to. There's a. Well, I think it's that. W- that would be an interesting troll, Mister Adam. You know, it's like <laughs> somebody comes out and says just some weird shit, and no matter what it is, you could just sign it off with <laughs> "God works in mysterious ways." That's not a troll. That's every southern middle aged southern fucking woman in Alabama. Are you shitting me? Not a troll. That's a way of life. Well, I mean, just think about it used in this particular context. Let's say um, Joe Biden does something that uh, Southern <laughs> Christians don't, don't like. like. <laughs> and then you say, God well, works in mysterious, mysterious ways. ways. You roll out the predestiny on him and tell him, hey, it's all part of his plan. It's all part of God's plan, man. There's a college humor. I think it was college humor. Did a... um a skit there. It's like after a basketball game and they're like, you know, asking the guy questions. He's like, I got to give all the glory to God. And they're like, but Steve, you lost. He goes, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we need to, you know, give credit where credit's due. It was, it was God. He just wasn't letting me make those three pointers. Um, it's, it's one of my favorites just because of how asinine that is. But, but you lost. Well, yeah. Well, but yeah. That's God. That was God's part of God's plan. He, he wanted me to lose, you know, so. 
All right, well, since we've all uh, established our place in hell, I think uh, think I'm good. Blackjack yeah. and hookers, let's go. Blackjack yeah. and hookers. Cocaine I'll be smoking a turd in the first row. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs>